Hey guys, welcome back to Seek Therapy Podcast. It's me, Jasmine. I'm here with Joe. Hey, what's happening? And Julie. Hey. And we're so grateful that you guys are back for another episode. So let's let's reflect on our week. This I feel like this week was super long. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just dragging. Can't relate. Well, <laughs> it just must be nice. <laughs> um, but let's see. Highlight challenges. Let's start with you, Julie. My highlight for the week was... You know what? Last week I talked about that app Headspace. And I used it every single day this week. So every morning before I went on my phone, I meditated. Mm. And okay. I also prayed. And it started my day off good. So like at work, when I was upset, I still was just like zenful. Yeah. Like I was still mad, exactly. but I was still zenful. So like exactly. it, was, it was different. Because I could actually like, instead of being in my feelings or like showing that I'm upset, I was able to step back and mm-hmm. like really... Understand what you're saying. You may still have me fucked up, but at least I understood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you're trying to say. Seriously, my, I feel you. My other highlight. Oh no, my challenge for the week. Dang, I actually think this week was a good week. I don't. Mm. Nothing challenging happened to me this week. That's good. Besides the fact that Joanne couldn't do my nails, I had to go with somebody else. But besides, that's first mm-hmm. world problem. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is first world. <laughs> like, dang, my nail tech. Right. The nerve. Right. How dare you be popping and be busy mm-hmm. on Friday at 5 o'clock? Wow. <laughs> well, girl, you can't go nowhere trying to get your nails done. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tripping. But besides that, no, this week has actually been pretty good nice. that's good what about you um my challenge for the week was dealing with the badging office Ooh, at the airport lord have mercy yeah <laughs> i lost my badge a couple weeks ago i still have no idea it disappeared it disappeared somewhere between the door of my the door of the building to my car which is 75 feet. Somehow it disappeared. Uh-huh. I have no idea. I looked, checked my car all over. I'll check, replace, retrace my steps. We checked the camera. Didn't see nothing. It's gone. Poof. Disappeared. Other dimension. Michael Jackson got it up there. <laughs> um, yeah. So I had to do that. Then I had to redo my customs. Oh, and that took a few weeks to clear. I don't know why. And then really nothing happened. And the... <laughs> so yeah so I had to go to customs oh then wait and let long ass line mm-hmm. to get my then after that after you get it it's not recognized by the door so then like I have to get let in and out the building mm-hmm. for like a day so yeah that was my challenge mm-hmm. I remember I lost my badge one time and I tore my room the fuck up <laughs> because I just heard like you know it was a hundred dollars to get it replaced or some BS mm-hmm. like that, and I remember that was the first time I ever called in like King Care, and I was like I can't find my badge. They're not gonna let me work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, why was that shit in my uh, closet? 
Wow. I think I like was so tired. I think I flinged it off, <laughs> and it was li- literally hanging in my closet. Wow. But I saw it the next day. Well, Lucky. at least you found it. Right. <laughs> Um, do you want to do your challenge? And then since we got like the same highlight for the week. Sure. My challenge was, what day was that? I think it was, yeah, it was Thursday. (coughs) Thursday. So you guys know I've been like working out. And this week I started working out twice a week. Mm -hmm. Join me for boxing. I mean, twice a day. Um, twice a day well I was like oh that <laughs> <laughs> twice a week oh so you decreased right <laughs> I increased okay um, but yeah I've been working out in the morning and in the evening and so I don't know what's happening like with the scale but <laughs> it's like I don't know like I've been going really hard and the scale is just like confused or I've something I've been ch- changing things up though because I remember you're the one who told me that if you continuously do the same thing, your body's already, like, used to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she had box. I, I box at night. Oh, that's right. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's completely changing things around because I literally work muscles that I never mm-hmm. had before. Right, you're just like, oh, there's a muscle <laughs> What right is that? That <laughs> kettlebell workout the other day. That kettlebell. Ke- kettlebell workout. Everything. Yeah. Like, when you wow. were talking about that, Joe was like, Ooh. <laughs> that was a different one showing out no, no. <laughs> he had us doing abs and girl mm. so I mean I've been doing all these things I've been eating keto my freaking job we had a taco man yesterday and I had a salad with the taco meat and like mm. guac you know so I'm eating I'm eating right mm-hmm and I'm just not seeing results mm. like at all and so it was just very frustrating for me and it made me really down on myself but even though you're not losing weight are you losing inches I haven't done my measurements in like two weeks so I don't know but I'll probably do it tomorrow but you know I was talking to my mom about it because I was just like really down and she was just telling me to like be encouraged and not to um, persecute myself and stuff like that. So we made a little pact to just kind of love the skin we're in regardless, you know, and to not focus Mm -hmm. on numbers just to focus on, you know, how you feel. So because I mean, you look good. I don't know. Mm -hmm. If you need to hear that, but you look good. <laughs> so. I mean, well, see, I put on my bathing suits that I bought because I like to use something as like a way to kind of yeah. see the progress, and I just didn't see any progress. So, do you look good in them? Yeah, I she didn't look like, good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Joe thinks you look good on mm. That's all that matters. My man ain't complaining. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that was it was challenging because it's I mean it's a lifelong thing. It's something that I'm always going to kind of battle with, and you know for the most part I'm able to kind of snap out of it really quickly. Yeah. Um, but I think last week it kind of lingered longer than I would have liked. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that was challenging, but I made it through. Um, a highlight. Mm-hmm. We had our seat therapy podcast field trip. <laughs> our permission slip for signed. We signed. Okay, Tiny Logue signed off on um <laughs> We were in the thing. Woeing on them hoes. Hey. <laughs> yes. That was my highlight. Grits and biscuits. We was, went to grits and biscuits. Was lit. And it was lit. You know, I was lit. That, yeah. Um, and my brother actually came which was a surprise (laughs) because he'd been acting fake Um, so yeah that was my highlight that was Joe's too. Yeah. That was the his mu- first time. The music was great. Yeah. Like, I want that at my at my at our wedding <laughs> for the reception. Yes. That yeah, the music. I'm so down for that. Party was jumping. It yes. was dope. It was. Mm-hmm. That was your first time too, huh, Julie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. And Avery. And Melissa. Well, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Me and Melissa might have got. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um. But <laughs> yeah, that was our highlight. So. Let's get into Nunu. What y'all been listening to? What y'all been watching? What you try? You know, just just put us on. Hmm, you gonna kick it off? Yeah, Go sure. Ahead and kick it off one time. <laughs> ah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Here I go. Um, so today actually, uh, we went to this place in Long Beach, and it's called the Recircle Home. And it has all types of crystals, all kind of cards, mm-hmm. like Books, everything. Incense and everything uh, you could ever mm-hmm. want. Like mm-hmm. they had it there. So I went and I got some new crystals. What? Yeah, I got the selenite, um, which is good for well being. Creativity cleanses electromagnetic stress. Not entirely sure what that kind of stress is, but any kind of stress, I want to clear it. So <laughs> I got that. Um, and I got the Jasper, um, I believe the Mookite or whatever. Um, so, and that helps with self-confidence, self-worth, and to realize one's potential. I got amethyst, which is for peace, calm, balances, highs and lows. This one, I don't know if I'm going to say it right. Agate, agate, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I got that and it's the red one. So that is for grounding, protective calming anxiety during emotional times which are so necessary Mm -hmm. especially for you know me being at my job (laughs) okay um let's see and then my last one that i got um shout out to my girl sam who told me about it it was the rose quartz and it's for inner healing to attract love and it adds self-love Mm-hmm. So yes, those are the crystals that I got, mm-hmm. and then we we saged in Palo Santo them mm-hmm. in the house. So yes, 
That's my Nunu. Good vibes you, only. Exactly. If you need crystals, go there. It's not black owned, but they're nice people, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, my Nunu, we just started watching Imposters on oh. Netflix. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's good. so yeah. good. It's so juicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, so good. It's basically it's a ring of criminals and they use this one she's in her 20s woman and and she like makes a guy fall in love or a woman fall in love with her they get married then they clean out all their bank accounts all their money and Takes everything money out against just, their home yeah. loans like mm-hmm. all their money she leave them a video saying like that they cannot contact her and then she puts like some blackmail essentially Mm -hmm. somewhere for them to look at to ensure that they won't like call the cops (laughs) and then she just disappears and and changes her identity and does it over changes everything changes Mm -hmm. voices changes where she's from yeah wow that's just like that movie um a simple favor have you seen I don't think I've no. seen that. It's one. It's with like Violet. It just came out. Like, Wait. Oh uh, no. No, no. That was a different movie. We was watching. She did the exact same thing. She. I don't know if you remember seeing the previous red. She asked she, that girl Anna Ferris. I think her name. Mm-hmm. That blonde girl. Mm-hmm, possibly. She's like ditzy. Always. Yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. She. They're both <coughs> moms at a school. <laughs> Their kids go there, so that's their common interest mm-hmm. she asked um Anna's character asked Blake's character can you reverse just kidding Blake's character asked Anna's character can you watch my son for the day can you pick him up from school with your son or whatever she's like yeah sure I can do that and then she just disappeared <laughs> and then but like the husband couldn't find her like he didn't know where she was the job didn't know where she oh. was like no one knew where she was all of a sudden she was found at the bottom of the lake they're like, oh my god, she died. Plot twist, spoiler alert, if anyone's ever going to watch it. <laughs> I don't think anyone is, but whatever. She's a whole twin. Oh, wow. So the one who's dead is the twin. Because the the, little, the son one day was just like, yeah, I saw my mom today at school. And they're just like, he's, she's dead. <laughs> what do you mean? But what? then she was like, but she smelled, he smells like her. Because I guess she like wore Chanel number five or whatever. And it turned out she was alive still. And she had took a $4 million life insurance like now before she died. Huh. So the plan was to get the money. Oh, okay. And then she's like, come back a month later, because it was her anniversary. And she thought, she knew the husband was going to go to the restaurant even though she was dead. And then she was like, hey, honey, we got $4 million. Let's dip out. (laughs) Anna's character figured it out and fucked it up. Wow. So she killed her sister for the money? She killed her sister because the sister, I guess back in the day, they like burned a house down or something. Same thing. They wanted to get insurance money, but there was like a clause for like burning houses down or something. Mm. <laughs> so they couldn't get the money. So they separated. They were like literally 16. So she went to New York and the other one went to Mexico. But the Mexican one, well, the Mexican one, one went to Mexico and became a drug like addict. Huh. And then she made her life well in oh. New York. But she needed, she scammed people because she had to pay for school. So she made a girl fall in love with her, made the girl pay for her school, mm. and then dipped out. Uh, and then she married the husband she's with now. But she changed, like you said, changes her name. Mm. 
with every relationship. So she was just like, the mom was like, yeah, it's my daughter Hope. But her name was like, I think Olive or Olivia or something like that. Oh, wow. She was like, so she had a, a podcast. And she's like, yeah, I just hope <laughs> that my best friend is doing well. You need to have faith because the twin's name is Faith. Ah. So she would listen to the podcast like, this bitch figured it out. Damn oh. it. So it's lit. You guys should watch it. Hmm. Even though I just gave the whole movie to you. <laughs> Right. No surprises. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, imposters, that was yours. Yes. What about you? So, my friend from college, um, she has, she sells plates on Instagram. And I've been Hmm. seeing her post it a lot. So, finally, she lives next to your mom's house. So, since I was over there, I decided to try it out. And it was actually really bomb. Shout out to Konika. Her Instagram's name <laughs> is, hold on, let me get it exactly. I know it's Nani Christine, but I need to know if it's got underscore or something like that. What was the plate consist of? So the one I got was lemon pepper wings mm. and barbecue wings. And it came with potato skins, which I didn't eat because um, carbs. And I guess, you know, cutie. <laughs> and it came with celery and carrots. But in a she also had dessert with it, which mm. I, I didn't eat, but I gave it to my coworker and they liked it. Uh. So and yes, it's Nani underscore cuisine. But yes, it was really good. And she also had loaded nachos, but I thought that might have been too much. So there's a chicken option and a beef option. Ooh. Wow. But it's amazing. So if you guys are looking for some food on Instagram to get she check delivers? her out. Yeah, she has a delivery thing. Wow. Ooh. Oh, I have another Nunu. Well, it's kind of the same. I still have been, you know, using Saged, um, which is that the app I was talking about, the one that's the unapologetic guide to grounded and intuitive living. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. It has like a daily flow, self-care tools, guided healing sessions and meditations, all kind of like living advices, rituals, and new world views. Um, so, yeah, I really like it. I'm a part of a couple of different groups on there, so I'll go on there daily and kind of talk about what I'm grateful for for that day, what I'm manifesting for that day. Yes, so, yeah. Um, and there's weekly readings, so I read that too. Um, so, yeah, just want y'all to continue if you haven't pull up on it saged <laughs> app um slash seek therapy pod yes something <laughs> like that <laughs> it's in our link tree yes. check it out it's in the link tree <laughs> mm-hmm. joe is the link tree guy okay yes we need an assistant <laughs> um so now we're gonna go into julie's talks so Title pending. Yes, title pending. Yes, pending. <laughs> We're working on that. <laughs> so I know you told me that you didn't want me to talk a lot. So I never. That is down. not okay. No. Don't don't get on this microphone <laughs> and say that. <laughs> don't tell these keep, people them yeah. lies. <laughs> keep, keep the energy for the debate. <laughs> <coughs> keep that same energy, Sissington. <laughs> so I'm just gonna talk about like two things that stood out to me the most but first I want to talk about something funny 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe start with the sad and then end funny. Okay. Well, you know, because I, I feel like <coughs> if the last thing is negative, then it's like, yeah. oof. Okay, we so I'll start with the sad yeah. and then work yeah. my way up. Yeah. We don't have outstanding queued up, so. Outstanding. Okay. Okay. So I saw a really sad story this week that really touched my heart um there have been six immigrant children that have died in the u.s custody this Damn. week six, um, six, six of them so five are guatemalan and one is el salvadorian and the one that's el salvadorian is the one that's really hitting my heart because she's only 10 years old how old are the other ones do you know they're like age range of like seven to like 16 because it's a 16 year old the one who died from the flu damn 16 that's and with so the common trend seems to be with the ones that I'm reading about that have died recently is that they all have medical problems so mm. obviously they're coming to the US to get help to get help <clears throat> yeah mm. so this 10 year old I have her name at least I thought I did that's crazy. I think it was Jacqueline. Jacqueline was on her way from El Salvador up to Nebraska because that's where her mom lived. And obviously she got detained at the border. And she has a heart problem. And so they had her, they took her to the hospital. Whatever they did to her at the hospital put her into a coma. Wow. And then she ended up dying at 10 years old. So they ended up once she got slipped into this coma, they sent her to Nebraska or Omaha. Well, that's in Nebraska. But they sent her up to Omaha so she could be closer to her mom. Hmm. When that's the whole the whole time, that's what she that's was trying to, do, trying to do. Trying to get to her mom. So now this mother has to bury her 10-year-old daughter. And now the daughter is 10. And that's all the life she's going to live. Yeah. That's super sad. Like, we have to do something better. Because even... The, the guy that's in, the acting Homeland Security um, security <laughs> Kevin McLeanan he admits that the conditions are bad like he knows that they're bad he's asked for more funding but Trump he wants to <laughs> he wants a dumbass wall which like it's stupid 40% of the of the, of, of the illegals come over by plane and just outstate their visas no seriously like the amount of people who who can't leave because their passports right. are valid because they've left they say past their visa time is it's crazy El Chapo escaped twice twice in a tunnel in a tunnel you can get drugs in jail so obviously walls don't work yes motherfuckers have a pap I remember just a like the law a pit bull puppy in there oh, motherfuckers yeah. had like full course <laughs> meals and a pit bull puppy in jail in jail so what you think a wall is gonna do to get some people out of somewhere Exactly. Like I don't understand it. Like you have to understand that inside of the border, there's gonna be snakes. There are gonna be people who are gonna tell you a way to get around. Oh, at this time the guards not gonna be there, or you know, there's gonna be people. Right. There's gonna be a way. Yeah. So the, the, building this wall is not gonna do. Much. Yeah. There's literally a wall over him on you know a little wall I heard about out east. You know, what I'm saying they can see it from space. I think it's the Great Wall. Oh, in China. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, you know that's been breached like at least five times. So, like, literally history is showing you. Yeah. You ain't keeping motherfuckers out of something. 
Because if someone wants to get in, they'll get in. Especially since Texas was Mexico. And California. And California. <laughs> and New Mexico, Arizona, pretty much this whole yeah. whole area. But never mind, that's a different conversation. <laughs> no, like that's we can still like that's the part of the conversation. Like I just wish it was easier to become a US citizen. Or I think the I think also though, I feel like people just have to remember that regardless of where these people are coming from they're still people right that needs to be especially for like and it's not okay to treat people that Mm -hmm. way children on top of that like these aren't just like eight like 50 year old hispanics who are trying to come over to the u.s to make a buck easy which i respect that too to a certain extent but these are kids Mm -hmm. and when i say to a certain extent i mean i still want you to do it the right way like, I don't want... I want you to come to yes to escape the poverty or whatever you're going through in whatever country you're doing it. I just want you... I want it to be easier for you to do it so you could do it the right way. What yeah. is the right so way? I have... That's what I was going to say. But I have... So, you know, when I was in grad school, I had an internship. And all of my clients were immigrants. Yeah. All of them were like from guatemala or something like that Mm -hmm. and they told me like horror stories it's horrific it's ridiculous it's crazy and that's what i'm saying like i don't know the exact process but i know that you have to have like a a visa and you have to be here for a certain amount of time and then there's like a test you have to take that test is crazy they ask you questions that i don't i don't yeah 90 percent of the americans that are american can't pass like that's what makes you american yeah actually i literally don't even know right like america doesn't even follow the constitution why should they even know what any of that is exactly and i just i would hope that if some something popped off here say that we ended up back in the 1800s and there was a civil war and we're trying to escape all these white people and go to Canada or Mexico. Exactly. And what if Canada's like, nope. Nope. Y'all wouldn't let us in, so y'all can't come in. And it's like, damn, it's literally just people. Yeah. Like, why are we so threatened by people? And don't get me wrong, I know that there are people that are coming from Mexico or wherever the country. And they're coming over here to become drug lords or like smuggle drugs or whatever yeah. the case is. Which I, I mean, that. our government America, is smuggling right. drugs. How about it? How about it? Come on, <laughs> really now? Really? Exactly. Really. And so I know that we want hardcore drugs out of the U.S., which unfortunately supply and demand. As long as there is a demand for it, someone is going to exactly. supply That's it. Exactly. That's I would say all it is is a permit away from being on the shelves. Yeah. That, that's it if it's proved by FDA or it's not yeah that's it you're like one piece of paper one signature away from being a class A felon mm-hmm. or entrepreneur mm-hmm. <laughs> wow mm-hmm. on another note because I feel like we can talk about this for forever yes, honestly yeah. <laughs> but I recently read also that Trayvon Martin's mom Sabrina Fuller Fulton Fulton. She is running for office in Florida. Wow, we and need I'm more of that. I'm super proud of that. I'm tired um, of Florida. We need some changes in that state. She is running for Miami Dade Board of County Commissioners. Wow. 
So baby steps, yeah. which I yeah. think is good. Like you know, she wasn't trying to run for mayor or governor. Yeah, she needs mm-hmm. to just start, start her small. Yeah, get, start to learn stuff. You know, mm-hmm. get some experience. She gonna get a lot of. She'll get a lot of funding though. With like, I feel like because right. who's down at Ross, Khaled, mm. Trick Daddy, all them. All them. Do have money? I'm sure he has money. I feel like a lot of Shout Miami artists. Shout out to are fucking the, Trick Daddy. <laughs> trick love I the love kids. It. But what I also found out is that um, Mike Brown's mom oh. also ran for office, mm. but she lost. Oh. But that's because that's the one I was talking about that she lost to a more qualified candidate. But oh. still, the trying to get involved. She, yeah. Yeah. I respect that. And we need more more involvement on the in any level and things that government. matter exactly yeah, for someone who has like passion for it because something has happened to her like yeah. Trayvon Martin being killed and Mike yeah. Brown being killed yeah. so that made me happy to know that we have black people in Florida because we know Florida's low mm-hmm. interesting right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they always got them Florida man uh man. <laughs> Florida man eats his face off. Right. <laughs> or now we have black back black bath salts. Bath salts. Bath salts. That whole thing. Yeah, that was a whole thing. I remember they're like, yeah, there's zombies in Florida. No, I was just one of those high bath salts. I just need to know what would possess you. White people. Right. White people. I don't yeah. know black people doing bath salts. Who, who thinks of half of these drugs? Hey, hey man, I made this white powder, right? <laughs> Let's see what happens. Just breathe it in. Right. Let's see. You could die or you could get really high, man. We'll just see what happens. Like who? Like (laughs) white folks. To be determined. Right. (laughs) And then bringing them, uh, bringing it all up the channel. Oh Lord, I can't even talk. Bringing it all up the ladder. Oh, there we go. (laughs) We're getting it together. There's this white girl that I saw a long time ago on Twitter, but she re reappeared on my timeline this week Caitlin Bennett mm, interesting she posted a picture in a USA t-shirt <laughs> saying I love not living in Mexico wow and now that I think about it I feel like this ties into the immigrant kids because this was yeah. posted a few days ago mm. so I wonder if she posted this because of those kids if she did like fuck like that's fucked yeah. up She's it's disrespectful to say, yeah. but like Mexico don't want you there either. No, no, I'm saying, but yeah, but like, <laughs> is it not a factual statement? I'm happy I don't live in Mexico. Yeah, it's a fact, but it's a fact that she's not yeah. Right, that's what, right. <laughs> It's like, man, I'm glad I'm not getting chased by a gazelle in the Serengeti right now. I'm really happy about that. I'm really happy that I'm not like. I think it's also just like the intent. Yeah, Yeah, her intent was way off. We already know that. Isn't the same one with the with the guns outside of you? Yeah. Yeah. And then also, she her pin tweet on Twitter. She went to a freaking. Democrat rally for Bernie Sanders and the security asked her to leave because why are you mad at us? Exactly. Why are you mad at us? Oh, no. 
come on. So then she, of course, she pulls up. Am I breaking any rules? I, I don't understand why you're it. kicking me out. And the black guy's just like, ma'am, I'm asking you to please leave, or I'm gonna have to get security involved. She's like, but I'm exercising my first amendment right. Oh life. my gosh. But you're a far Republican. Right. Like you, you literally know you come here to start. Like something. literally, I might even call her a constitutionist. And you're at a Democrat r- rally, and for what reason? Like that's yeah. like me going to a Trump rally. Like, let me see what's going on here. I, go I just want you to make it make sense. With a B, with, with a BLM shirt on. Right. I go to one. I I just and then she's really sitting here trying to play the victim. This is what I mean. Democrats always pick and choose when they want to support people. We don't want you there supporting him, though, sis. So <laughs> go back to living, not living in Mexico. <laughs> right. Raggedy. She could go on and take herself on out. <laughs> right. And then my last thing, the Bucks um, daughter's, the Bucks owner's daughter was at courtside at the game two days ago wearing a Pusher T t-shirt. That's hard. And I thought that was so funny. Because Drake, I'm sure he was sitting there in his yeah. complete feelings. You had to be in his feelings. And it's going to be on one of his songs. Right, it's going to be in the song. That's cool. And she's Wait, still winning. Wait, have beef? No. no. She, he, so Drake is a, from Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. She had to hear that beef with Pusha T. Well, okay, where's Pusha T from? Uh, Virginia. So, the point is that Drake is like... There. I don't know if he was at that yeah. game. He's the oh. ambassador for the for the, the Raptors, Toronto, yeah, for Toronto, and then so as a as to be a troll, the Bucks' daughter, uh, Bucks' owner's daughter, wore that Pusher T-shirt because oh. she knew that she's kidding court, court side. So and he is but he's like dramatic. He's courtside, yeah. like on the court, going yeah. like this, and I like he's a coach. <laughs> like, he's suited and booted, like he's ready yeah, to get he, the yeah, ball. He a warm-up. I <laughs> Watch that. He did warm ups, <laughs> airballing shots. Like, no, he seriously. is the worst. I will watch that. It's horrible. <laughs> that sounds like yeah. some quality TV, he did, he if did, you ask me. He did it at Kentucky, too, during the NCAA finals. Yeah. And then no. they, like, lost. Look, girl. <laughs> Just throwing up, throwing up shots. Put me on, it says the rappers made it to the finals, and no one's more happier than Drake. <laughs> They had that meme when he's like hugged up with NBA players and he's like she's he's like a supportive wife. Right. It's like no one gets better hugs than Drake. Drake is so into it. <laughs> oh my god, sit your ass down. He go hard for Toronto. Wait I'm a scared. second, I love it, y'all. I would wa- I would pay to watch this on TV. Right. I like that. Shout out to that. If that I if I had the hilarious. money, I'll probably be like that for right. like the Bulls. Yeah, I'll be I'll be courtside. Y'all Chicago people are so fucking proud. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's from Oak City, right? Oak Park. Oak Park. Oak Park. <laughs> Oak Park, Illinois. Yeah. I was close. <laughs> no, but yeah, y'all all out here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for Julie's talk backslash. We don't know the title yet. <laughs> Say your suggestions. <laughs> Tag her. Uh, I look is Julie. <laughs> <laughs> So, as I kind of hinted in my challenge, um, I was dealing with, like, some situational depression Mm. um, Thursday. And so, I was really... and, And, you know, I know my triggers. I know that, like, 
you know, my body image and, like, wanting to lose weight and all that, I know that's a trigger for me. Like, <laughs> if if I don't like what I see, then I'll just be, like, down on myself. Yeah. And like I said a couple episodes earlier, um, I mean, I do have, like, body dysmorphia. I can never tell, like, what I really look like. Mm. Um, in some pictures, I might be like, oh, like, I look good, you know. Um, but for the most part, that's kind of where I operate, not really knowing. Yeah what I look like not really knowing you know how to feel so a lot of the times that makes me get depressed yeah and like I was saying my triggers are that you know um you know my dad passed away so talking at length about that um yeah, I I can't think of I mean work, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Work is very depressing, um, and it's not even it's not even the job itself because mm-hmm. the job is it's fine, you yeah. know. It's standard. It's not like easy. It's not hard. Yeah. It's just like the job. It is what it is. But it's the people that I work with. It's not the clients. My clients are great. I love my clients. I really do. I love being able to work with black and Mexican boys and girls in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that, you know, because we need that. Mm-hmm. And we need to normalize getting therapy. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to make it like going to the damn dentist, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like that is something that's really holding back black people. Mm-hmm. Not really dealing with shit. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I know too. Because I think one, one side of depression for me would be something that, something that I'm working on, should I say. is not caring about what people say. So when I feel like a whole bunch of people are talking about me, I get a shutdown. Because then I feel like, oh, they don't like me. Or what do I need to do to make them like me? So because of that, I I beat myself up. And then I become into a depressive state for a short period of time. Yeah. But it's something that happens. Yeah, that's something that happens constantly. Mm -hmm. So I'll be sad about it. And then I'll work out or I'll watch something on TV and I'll snap out of it. Yeah. But then it'll happen again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same thing same thing yeah do you notice like themes of your depression i think like you said the biggest trigger is when i feel like people are talking about me Mm -hmm. or i feel like people don't like me Mm -hmm. not being liked, not being accepted exactly and Mm -hmm. i know that i i don't need to care about what people think about me but i've always cared about what people think about me yeah Mm -hmm. so like even if someone doesn't laugh at one of my jokes and i'm like I take it personally because I think Damn, it's so funny. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Because I don't know. I, I feel like you. this started in... The joke thing started in high school. Mm. I, I think we're in Mr. Perez's class and everyone was making a joke. We were all dying. Was in I in there? I want to say I think you're in there. We were, they, everyone was, were you in the class with Taylor? 
Oh, that day that she, yeah. Okay, then yeah, we were in the same class. So we're going back and forth, like everyone's like, yeah, dead ass or head ass or whatever, <laughs> you know. And then I said something, and everyone was like, damn, Julie, you fucked that up. Uh-huh. <laughs> damn, that is they the worst. Play That's the worst when you bomb oh, a joke. I'm sorry, sis. That, that is the worst feeling. I yeah. mean, that's so mean. Yeah. That's so mean. It happens to the best of us. Uh, then, like, even though, like, I feel like I might have, like, a funny joke, They gonna have a mouth on them. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm worried about them imagine. getting like in trouble for doing something to like somebody else. Like, nah. That is true. Cause That's I was, I was mean. I was. Oh, I mean, like everybody was cracking. I don't know. I was, yeah. I, I had were. in elementary school. I was a bully. <laughs> I was the one with the jokes. I was the one, yeah, hype, hyper ass <laughs> kid. Mm-hmm. Could you see that? Oh You're so God. chill. I just couldn't. But I had to know. I kept getting in trouble. And I kept getting like fights and stuff. My dad was like, that "You really got to stop." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to stop. I was always in the office, like yeah. every time. Like I was always in the office. I had in school suspension one day. Wow, I did yeah. get suspended a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, I tried to break. Her. I tried to break somebody's hand. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. I did warn her though, but. Right. This this was second no, no. This was second grade. We're oh this was, no, you're telling. We were clean, we were cleaning our desks out, right? It was that uh-huh. time. And I and this girl kept putting her hand in my desk. Mm-hmm. I guess she liked me or whatever. I did not like her. Get out of my way of destiny. <laughs> so she kept she kept reaching her hand in my desk. I'm like, if you keep reaching your hand in my desk, I'm gonna slam the door on it. And she thought I was playing. So when I proceeded to slam the on it, I was like, Joseph's joking. You know, because if if I warn you and you like, you can't get mad at me for doing what I said I was going to do. So I did it. I tried, I was like jumping on it. Yeah. So she ran off. No. Yeah. Oh, that makes girl. me so nervous. <laughs> no, it's when I get mad. It's like if I you I keep you keep doing something and I get mad about it and yeah. I you know, it's like Yeah. Triggering you. Yeah. Yeah, that triggered me. <laughs> I was triggered at that point. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you, babe? Do you Um, I don't think I have situational as much. I more have like seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much well back home it would always like right after Halloween it would get cold and rainy and snowy 
and then um like gloomy yeah it always get gloomy and then my grandmother passed around right actually five minutes before thanksgiving so that time just all that whole into the end of the year because she was a big part of thanksgiving christmas Mm -hmm. new year's all that stuff all the way through the winter so like it would just be a depressing Mm -hmm. that whole time yeah what what kind of symptoms and behaviors did you have um like a lot of sleep Yes. I would just like want to sleep or stay in the house. Hypersomnia. Yeah. Um, not good food Isolating. decisions. Yeah. 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 I was also always pretty isolated though. Cause I was always like a loner. Maybe that was something else, but but yeah, definitely just. But well, you did also because technically, like whenever you stop doing things that you enjoy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's like a symptom. Which you did in a sense because it was like the weather and all that. Yeah. Didn't permit you to do your bike and. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because that's definitely important to do. Because I I remember when you know I was going through that breakup. Mm. I was on Tumblr and I saw that article like do what you do what you did before him and of course I was like oh god swimming so to go back to swimming during mm. that time I was like whew I feel like the old me slowly mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but surely yeah. so it's definitely important to do things that you love to do Definitely. and I feel like if that's taken away from you then what is your outlet Yeah. or not out yeah outlet where, where yeah, are you going to go yeah mm-hmm. Um, what kind of symptoms and behaviors do you notice whenever you get, like, depressed? Well, like Joe said, I like to isolate myself. Yeah, you do. I know that. Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> like, I will call my dad and my mom. Well, my mom doesn't answer the phone anyway, but I'll call my dad. Mm-hmm. No, okay, sorry, pause. This woman, my mom, I can be Someone can have a gun to oh, my yeah. head. She just. <laughs> I someone can literally have a gun to my head and say, "Call your mom for ransom," and she will not answer the phone. <laughs> I will be dead if I have to rely on her. Oh no, my mom. You know, mom answered the phone, but my, my <laughs> mom, up. my mom, I she would literally call me and I would like not see the phone or like I'll see it just ending the phone call and mm-hmm. call her directly back and she would not answer the phone. Yeah. Like it feels like. Oh, call ended, and she just throws her phone across <laughs> the room. <No>. Like, <laughs> I don't. Did it answer yeah. my call? <laughs> Literally, 0.5 seconds later, I'm calling back. It it does not go through. Like, I have no idea. Oh, she, but I did have a challenge. I locked myself out the yeah, house. But mind you, my mom literally just left the house. Like, she had just left. I had finished getting dressed. I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna leave now," because she was behind me in the driveway. I go outside. I said. Oh shoot! I don't have my keys. Oh shoot! She just made a left. <laughs> Let me call her. Ten times in a row. No. An hour and forty-five minutes later, she pulls up. It's raining. It's cold. <laughs> wow! And you just outside. I'm sitting there on my porch like this, like the meme of uh, Tiffany. <laughs> what is that name? New York. New York. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you outside? 
bitch, where's your phone? Wow. <laughs> but you guys, when she got out of the car, she had her phone in her hand. Ooh, so you saw my man. 10 calls in a row. JoJo. You saw them. That is so rude. like, oh, did you lock yourself at the house? Yes, mom, I did. I just want to get inside the house. As I'm going to my room and my leg is like literally asleep. I'm walking. She's saying something, and I'm walking away from her. She's like, "You're not gonna listen to me." I said, "Mom, I have been outside for an hour and forty-five minutes with my legs crossed. I need to just sit down and stretch my leg out for a second. I, I will listen to you in a minute." But anyways, I. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what kind of segue? <laughs> when I get into that isolation mode, I will call my mom. She doesn't answer. I'll call my dad because he does answer the phone. I'll let him know, yo, I'm putting my phone on airplane mode. If I don't answer, I'm sorry. And I literally won't talk to anybody. Hmm. And I'll oh, go, what do you do? I'll be at home and I'm either binge watching the show. Yeah, that's a big one. Or I'm playing a mindless game on my phone. Or I'm at mm-hmm. the beach. Literally just sitting there. You love there. to go to the yeah. beach. Literally yeah. just sitting there. And then when I get, the only good thing about airplane mode is to put on Wi-Fi and I do need to communicate with someone I can text them if they have an iPhone mm-hmm. and, and airplane mode on Wi-Fi but I don't have to get any calls I don't have to talk to anyone if I'm in a depressive state and I don't feel like talking to anybody and mm-hmm. isolation is one of my biggest things I don't think it's the best coping mechanism because mm-hmm. yeah. then people do need to contact me and they can't mm-hmm. but for me right now I that's what I uh, do oh I just thought of another one um, going on drives and with like something planned and like just nowhere in particular to drive mm-hmm. you're just cruising around listening to some music or or the, not a good one either it's like working more to feel like keep your mind off of whatever else oh, going yeah. on mm-hmm. That's picking up more thing. shifts mm-hmm. like workaholic yeah <laughs> yeah cause if I'm like say I'm mad at Brandon for something and I'm not trying to deal with it. <clears throat> I'll pick up shifts, but then now I'm tired because I'm working so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But recently I haven't been picking up shifts. But <laughs> if I'm work, trying to avoid it and work, or if I'm trying to just fill time with doing anything rather mm-hmm. than taking care of myself, may that be eating, a whole bunch of stuff that I shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, sleeping a whole bunch when I shouldn't be sleeping a whole bunch there's yeah. just things that you know lack of motivation yeah lack mm-hmm, of motivation sure. then later on I'm regretting it because like you said I'm looking in the mirror exactly. and I'm like oh. and then that's another depression yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. Christ it never ends right. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all these my, triggers <laughs> yes that's, a, that's my biggest thing it's like oh I'm depressed I'm gonna treat myself Mm-hmm. And then I'm like looking at myself like, oh, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I'm depressed. Right. Oh, I'm gonna treat myself, and it just continues on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but I feel like it just comes in waves. Yeah. Um, for me at least, and for like a lot of the kids that I work with, it's just something that doesn't go away like it goes away temporarily but definitely will be back Mm -hmm. um and we just with therapy at least for me i feel like we just kind of find ways to navigate 
their life better yeah. with it. You know, because stuff's going to happen and it's going to affect us mm-hmm. in one way or another. But it's about how we cope with those things mm-hmm. and not giving giving up and succumbing to it and like just being a burrito of sadness, mm-hmm. you know, and isolating. Mm-hmm. So, what are some... I mean, you guys kind of have already said a little bit of your coping skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some of your coping skills to help you? I think, to be honest, I think crying helps. Hell to, yeah! To a certain extent. Because, like, breaking down and, like, finally having that ah moment where you can just let it out nine times out of ten after I finish crying, I either feel better or I feel worse. Hmm. Can can we pause and talk about crying for a second? Yeah, of course. Especially, like, in the black community. Mm -hmm. Why it appears, because I don't want to say for a fact, Mm -hmm. you know, it appears that black parents and grandparents and those in charge of us pretty much tell us you know crying is weak Mm -hmm. don't cry and especially for the boys Mm -hmm. like crying is for girls Mm -hmm. don't cry stuff like that Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm definitely a um a product. A product of that, cause yeah. not not for much for my like my parents, especially my dad. Like, I didn't see him cry at all. It was probably from like generation before that. It was like, um, cries for girls, men don't cry, all that stuff. But he tried to like the best he could try to like reassure that it's okay to cry, men cry, even though he didn't, he wasn't a cry, like that way at all or anything. Yeah. He wasn't a crier. No, he wasn't, like, no, emotional like that or anything. So, I didn't, yeah. never became, unless it was, like, a funeral. Mm-hmm. But any other, anything else, it was, like, no. I don't, I've seen my dad cry, I think, three times in my life. Mm-hmm. And one was because it was a funeral. Mm-hmm. Two, I think he was just literally upset, and I don't think he could hold it. Mm. And three, no. I think I've only seen him cry twice, and this has been 27 years. The same thing with my boyfriend. I've only seen him cry when he's hurt because something literally happened to him, like, Uh health-wise, and at a funeral. Mm. I was going to say, yeah. If I'm, like, really, if I'm really extremely mad... And yeah. I'm like fighting back, not like I've never seen you get like yeah, that. Then I might tear up, but I, on the other hand, <laughs> can cry <laughs> at the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just very sensitive, <laughs> yeah. very in tune with everything. Mm-hmm. Just I feel things hard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, shout out to the Cancers. It's almost our season. Okay. Actually, waits for Scorpio season. No one. <laughs> Leo says no one. No one Leo at Gary. all. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like 
my mom has always cultivated the time and place for me to cry whenever mm-hmm. and to talk about whatever it is that was going on and stuff like that so I have never like felt like the urge to not yeah and so even like to this day like if I get pissed off and I can't do anything about it oh it's it's tears yeah. <laughs> it's curtains yeah you know because I'm pissed I feel powerless yeah. and it's just like I have to release it some way yeah you know exactly what you mean because I and I also don't like people seeing me cry mm-hmm. oh that's the worst so if something happens at work that I'm so mad Ooh. and I have to like walk away from the situation and like literally let the tears flow for a little bit wipe it up and then come back and be at a better space I have to do that literally literally I can't, I can't hit somebody at work exactly <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I talk to my babies about yeah. because that is so for kids depression manifests differently that's mm-hmm. not following directions that's hitting mm-hmm. that's fighting that's talking back that's all that mm-hmm. Damn, I was depressed kid too <laughs> I mean you could be I mean I don't I don't doubt it definitely factors in that could be make you a depressed kid so yeah but I that's what I talk to them about because it's like you're allowed to feel what you feel mm-hmm. but you cannot hurt yourself or mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. in the process and you cannot damage people's property mm-hmm. that's something that I tell all my kids I give them a little sheet we color it we recite it to each other mm-hmm. And we process it because that's that's oftentimes the only ways that they're able to kind of get it out. Yeah. Like, because that suffer from abuse, that's what they see. Daddy gets upset, hits mommy. So that's what I should do whenever I get upset. Yeah. I should hit people. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've never been to a fight before, but I know that I've been upset to the point that I've literally wanted to put my hands on somebody. You've never been in a fight? Never, and that's fine with me. All the time. Come on, yeah. you was the group home bay. Girl, now, if I would have stayed with him, I probably would have been in some fights. You would have. The hell? <laughs> you in the group home? <laughs> but I remember sidetrack. Well, so about depression. I remember when I didn't have a job. Mm. And that's depression. Yeah, getting fired or something. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember just like applying for jobs nonstop, and I mean nowhere. And I think I remember this is when I first met Nandi, and we had we were at my Chapman. friend. Yeah, oh, we were okay. at shout out to Nandi, man. No, seriously, <laughs> shout out to Nandi. And we were in someone's dorm, and I was like, "Yeah, I've been playing everywhere, and no one's called me back." And Nandi was like, "How?" And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I'm applying to all these places. And, like, it's not even, like, fancy corporations. It's fucking AMC. Right. And, like, basic right. places. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I not like, extra out. Right. right. It's was, within reach. Right. <laughs> like, it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, why was I not getting hired? 
But I'm a strong believer in everything happens for a reason. Seriously. And so I remember I was on Craigslist and I saw Robex, an open interview for Robex. So this is back when I didn't have a car. So I rode the bus all the way to downtown LA, mm-hmm. had the interview, and I'm looking at all the candidates. And, and you like, oh, okay, I got this. Right. And I'm like telling my dad, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make smoothies. I'm going to get the recipe for Robex smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, home for you, like, real excited, and they never call me back. And I'm mm. just like, what is wrong with me <laughs> that I can't even work at Robex? What's wrong with the places not calling to say anything? Right, like, That's send me an email or right. something. Like, Feel those generic, sorry, went with somebody else. At least you told at least. me. At <laughs> um, So I'm not worried and mm-hmm. thinking and answering all the phone right. calls, talking to right. all the bill collectors. But mind you, during this time period, I already applied for the Queen Mary, and they hadn't called me back. Mm. And I remember I was so confident, like, yeah, I got the Queen Mary, I'm good. But they hadn't called me back yet. So I was desperate. I applied to McDonald's job. I applied to McDonald's. They called me and told me how to interview the Mm. one on mm, Century and Western. And I went up there... Dress pants, dress shirt, <laughs> had two copies of my resume, like <laughs> ready. I walked yes, in, come through. I didn't realize it was a a, a group interview. That happened to me with Chipotle. Oh, I had one of those with um one eight hundred junk. What Whatever, when they drive, they got a little blue oh, truck. truck. Yeah, yeah they, they like they you like pick up your you like your junk or whatever, and then they dispose of it. Oh, like moving. Mm. It's like those random crates that be in the parking lot mm. at random places. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I you see. just throw, like, your clothes in there, I think. And then yeah. people come and get it. Oh. That was, like, but when I tell you, them hood people, <laughs> I won't call them hood in words, but them hood mm-hmm. people, one had basketball shorts on and a Not sweater. at the interview. One had sweatpants on and a, t- on a wife beater. So the ladies interviewed me, and so she looks at me, and she dead ass was like, "Why do you want to work at McDonald's?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I would love to, you know, progress in the company, like you know, I'm like really showing out. And I think she said no because she knew that I was too, I was too, <laughs> too yeah, you were too qualified. So that night, I had a complete breakdown. I think that was like my breaking point because I already applied to Robex, blah blah wings, blah 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 blah. blah. I'm like, oh my god, I can't get a job. Like, McDonald's ain't even hiring me. Like, what is wrong with me? It has to be me, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I cried. I think I was talking, I think Brandon experiences, my best friend Brandon. And I think he was just there, like, what do I do? Right, hello. I think I even, oh lord, sorry, mom. I think I even had applied for county. Like the, I, I still don't even know what it is. Like the the food stamps, mm. Mm. and I I think, I think Brad was telling me what to say, and I think I had gone down there and they like questioned me and then like I like had like a complete breakdown because I, I didn't know what to say because Brad hadn't came with me, uh-huh. so I was just like never mind never mind. Never mind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because in my all I thought was like well Brad eats at Best Burger with this stuff or and he eats at Master Burger on EBT so I want to do that and I think all that collectively I just like worked out <laughs> <laughs> and then the yeah. Queen Mary called me the next day like hey what's up girl we got you we gonna hire you they didn't say that exactly obviously but 
they hired me and because they Queen Mary, I solely believe that's why I have the job with US Airways American Airlines. Because yes. that experience that I had at mm-hmm. the Queen Mary yes. gave me what I needed to show off in that group interview. she was so happy when she job but no i can really relate to being depressed from losing a job so you know growing up i had no idea what group homes were i was unaware to me like i thought everybody lived with their family Mm -hmm. um so after i graduated i typed in like oh jobs for people with BA in psychology. You know, it's like group homes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to work in a residential treatment facility. <laughs> and I would love to like help the kids make good choices, you know? And so I just really didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into. And so I first started working at St. Anne's, which is the group home for pregnant and parenting teens. And I thought I was doing great i started off on call i got moved up to part time you know i thought i was doing great i came in one day they're like oh hr wants to see you i was like okay like Uh i'm thinking like ooh, i might be getting full time you know (laughs) bitch (laughs) they said i ain't getting no time (laughs) (laughs) they said (laughs) no so you know i was really depressed because I, I, I felt like I was defeated. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I was doing good. I'm very type A personality. So, I'm very hard on myself. And once that happened, I was hard as hell on myself. But, luckily, I was able to get the job at Maryville, which is, like, where all the girls that were leaving from St. Anne's went. Mm-hmm. And I was able to kind of grow there, and I was getting paid more there. So, I mean, I guess it's just about how you bounce back and not allowing yourself to just succumb to the depression. Yeah. Um, There was a time I went through, it was like four or five jobs of I either quit or I got fired within like six months of being on the job. I don't know what was going on. Damn. Yeah, and I, for a second, I was going to, like, just change careers altogether and, and go back to school or something. So I was like, this, this obviously ain't working. Let me try something else. Yeah, it can be very discouraging. Mm-hmm. I think that's what depression's greatest thing is that it discourages you. It tells you that you're not smart enough. You're not enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... It's it's very hard to kind of navigate through that, especially if you're someone that depression affects severely. You don't want to get out of bed. And I think that especially in the black community, we're like, oh, depression, go to church, you know, pray it away, stuff like that. We don't. Ain't nobody got time for that. And it's like literally depression is a chemical imbalance. Mm hmm. Like, if it's severe, then I'm not going to want to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you say. Right. I'm not going to like myself. I'm not going to care about doing things that's good for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to care about any of it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't feel good, 
Exactly. Right. And that's why it's so important to try and fight through that by using coping skills. Mm -hmm. That's what life is about. Being able to cope with the bullshit. Yeah. Doing things that help you feel better so that you're not stuck. Because Mm -hmm. in the book that I told you about, Instructions for Happiness and Success, they talk about the way that you perceive things Mm -hmm. if you allow something negative that happened in the morning to have rule over your day Mm -hmm. then it's gonna be negative you're gonna find more negative things to get upset with exactly and that's why I think those apps like Saged and Headspace are good reminders because all day today Things have tried me, but it wasn't successful. Because right. they would send me little reminders about like being centered and like you know, not letting things get the best of you. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and it's actually kind of freaky to a certain extent because it's just like if I'm frustrated that I get a, like a, a ping from Headspace or say Sage saying hey breathe for a second look at your FBI agent <laughs> working right. double time I'm like, <laughs> how did you know I was upset what is going on mm-hmm. but because it's good. your data girl <laughs> but I'm not googling COVID no skills. I know <laughs> but the FBI agents are listening Listen. they hearing mm-hmm. It's, Cause it's there's crazy. no way. Do I have it? Let me see if I have it up still. I don't know if I cleared my, you know, this thing. Here it is, right here. Well, that's ready for sleep. Hold on. While you're looking that up, you know how I told you guys I'm doing TFCBT with clients, and so part of that is doing relaxation skills that they can like do to help them cope with these distressing feelings Mm -hmm. and so one of the main ones is like meditation and mindfulness Mm -hmm. and so i i know at their age i wasn't in a space to be doing meditation and mindfulness Mm -mm. but (laughs) (laughs) but it is super helpful i love it i believe in it my client was like well what do you get from it and i'm like i just feel positive like I just feel like I'm able to see things more clearly after. And I just, I need it. That's why I love the book. Because it comes with guided meditations and like visualizations and things like that. Hmm. Did you find what you're looking for? Or you gave up? It cleared. Oh. <laughs> everything that has that everything it's saying now is like get ready for bed. Oh, get ready for bed <laughs> and clear your head. There's like these um, noises that they have for me to listen to, or sounds. Mm. Not mm. noises. They sounds. have they have those in yeah. in that store that I was telling you you about the recent the show. When I got home yesterday, I was up for no reason. Like I just could not. I mean, worse go to sleep so I was like babe what you know about that what going to sleep <laughs> or not going to sleep in two seconds no there's been times I've been like couldn't go to sleep not yeah. here though oh I'm like, there, like back home I'll be watching something and then that's how I binge watched uh, Dear White People 
I love that show. When is it coming back? I don't know. It needs to come back. I already saw that they did the whole season, so I don't know. They need to quit playing. Netflix also needs to get Imposters back going because that's a good show. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good show. Um, so coping skills. I guess I'll start with what coping skills I do. So I really am big on self care. Yeah, I really am. So taking a bath, you know, with my bath bomb change the color <laughs> um, wearing a mask lighting my candle having incense mm-hmm. that immediately improves my mood mm-hmm. yeah working out that improves mm-hmm. my mood yeah serotonin all that yes mm-hmm. um, talking about it sometimes right <laughs> because sometimes I'm not in the space where I want to talk and that's where I'm grateful yeah. for Joe because he does kind of push me to talk because I know that it's like important to talk about and not avoid, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of used to doing. Right. Um, so thanks for pushing me to talk about stuff yeah. whenever I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, because I've been much the same way of like just holding stuff in and not talking about it and just letting it bottle up. Yeah. And see, that's why also having a journal helps me because I journal about stuff. Um, talking to my mom because, you know, that's my best friend. Um, talking to you, Julie. You know, therapy. Right. Side note. I'm pretty sure I said this already, but my therapist is leaving the agency. No. so I'm, I've never been on the receiving end of that, so yeah. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm nervous, but, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm positive that it'll be for the best. Yeah. Um, my maladaptive coping skill, which would be, like, <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's super easy to, like, get drunk when you're depressed. Yeah. Yeah super easy and I know whenever I was working at Maryville for a stint like I was depressed like I was literally just functioning while depressed yeah I was drinking a lot just to go to sleep like Mm. it was just it was the worst um so that's maladaptive (laughs) um so working out sleeping sleep <laughs> is a big one if you can go to sleep find a way to go to sleep melatonin melatonin um I don't know I used to eat eat stuff like Popeyes Wendy's that was my big favorites oh uh, so maladaptive maladaptive yeah <laughs> Not the time. It was good, really good adaptive, really good adaptive at the time. Um, <laughs> what else? I say long drives. You did say long drives. Um, being around friends. Yeah. Just getting your mind off of things. Probably another maladaptive. Working more. 
picking yeah. up extra shifts. I think another good thing for um, depression is self-care in regards to me. Um, because of the job I have, I have the ability to go over the hell I want to go whenever I want to do that. And I'm very grateful for that. Because I remember in November, around my, when my birthday was about to come around, I was in a depressive state because I felt like, well, damn, I'm turning 27, and I feel like I'm not, like, where I want to be in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Or, like, have Which is going to be another podcast. Because yes. that's <laughs> a good topic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not where I feel like I should be in life. And I'm my birthday's coming up, and I feel like there's so much more that I feel like I could could have had accomplished by 27. Because you know when you're a kid and you're like, oh my god, by 25, I'm, I'm gonna be married. I'm gonna have a kid. <laughs> right. So I literally hopped on a plane. I woke up. I couldn't sleep. That's what it was. I couldn't sleep. I looked at the loads of flights. And when I say loads, I mean, like, I saw how many people were booked on a flight. Uh-huh. And I saw that Hawaii was open. And I just went to Hawaii. Hmm. I literally got up, got to the airport at 630 and got on the 820 flight to Maui. And I was in Hawaii by 11 o'clock. Yeah. Bomb. I, I did that once. I'm um, To Hawaii? No, not to Hawaii. I was, no, I have a friend, I literally, she stayed in Orlando. So I was like, all right. I ain't got nothing to like uh, to do and I'm off the weekend mm-hmm. and then she worked at Disney at the time Ooh, so like, she had free tickets yeah. to so that's why I went so I was like alright so I went to so I went to Disney and then came home that Sunday or whatever it was, I, I actually I didn't even have like I shouldn't have went on that trip I had like $53 to my name <laughs> that's when you be checking it like you know what right. <laughs> yeah I was like you know what I ain't got nothing else to do I might as well go right I made it work Right. But, but I mean, I think as some at a younger age it's like cool to have that kind of mindset. Yeah. yeah. Because you'll get the money back. You'll never get the time and the experience exactly. back. Exactly. And those are definitely memories because I mean I didn't have fifty three dollars, but <laughs> <laughs> to be able to go and it turned out to be better than I thought it was going to be because I had no reception. So I already didn't want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So it made it even better that I had no reception. Were you by yourself? Knew. Yeah, I went by myself. Nobody knew I went because I woke up, my mom was gone. So I was like, oh, well, I can't tell her I'm going to Hawaii because she's not here. And I just went to the airport and I got on a flight. Wow. wow. I get there. And when I, in Maui, which I suggest that everyone goes to Maui. I love Honolulu, but I think Maui was more peaceful hmm. than Honolulu. So I feel like Honolulu is just Santa Monica on steroids. It was nicer beaches. Um, so Maui, they have this thing called the Road to Hana. And I'm still not 100% sure what Hana is. I, I know <laughs> it's a city... I think I'm not sure mm-hmm. Maui's island is like this big so you can drive around it mm-hmm. in a day so the road to Hana I did it I started driving it but mind you this was like something I saw on Pinterest at 3am and so I was just like oh fuck it I'm gonna go do the road to Hana I'm gonna rent a car whatever I get there I was gonna rent a jeep they had more, no more jeeps so I was like oh my god this is not what I wanted but I already flew five hours to get here so I'm about to drive some type of car. <laughs> I get there. I hadn't mapped out anything. I was just going to drive 
to root whatever or wherever the sign said Hana this way I was just gonna drive it and I was just gonna figure out on the way so when I got there and I had the navigation going I had music going all of a sudden the navigation stopped talking mm. <laughs> and the music stopped playing Uh-oh. and I'm like hello hello <laughs> There's no service, that's why. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is why the music and the navigation stop. But luckily, after you leave the main road, the road to Hana is literally just a two-lane road. Oh. So, like, you can't get lost. Okay. The only problem was I saw a pineapple farm. Not farm, but people were selling pineapples and, like, smoothies and stuff. And mm-hmm. I hadn't eaten yet. Because technically, I had left L.A. at mm-hmm. 8 a.m. And there's a three-hour time difference from here in Hawaii during this t- daylight saving times. With when the other one happens, it's just two hours. So I was hungry. So I had I had a pineapple. I wanted to get one for my dad. So I told her, can I have this pineapple? I hear her cutting in the back. And I'm like, there's no other people in line. What is she cutting? She cut the whole pineapple up. But uh-huh. I already got a pineapple smoothie. So I have all this whole ass pineapple and a pineapple smoothie and I drank all the smoothie and ate half the pineapple so I had to go pee. But I don't know where there's a bathroom. Ooh. Because it's literally just a road. And like every now and then there'll be like beautiful ass waterfalls and like all this other scenic stuff but no bathrooms. <laughs> so I mean like I had to pee but I had to just put it I had to out of sight out of mind because I didn't know where there was a bathroom because I didn't have any reception <laughs> Damn. Damn. To, to Google it. That's aggressive. So I do suggest if anyone, when you guys go to Hawaii, to do the road to Hana, but start it first thing in the morning. Because I was two hours in, and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to go back to the main island because I still have to drive back. Back, yeah. <laughs> wow. And when I drove back, I ended up seeing a sign that said I had 20 miles left until I was finished with the route. So mm. I could have just drove that extra 20 miles. But then yeah. I would have been driving in the dark, which I don't suggest anybody do unless you have, like, a Jeep. Because eventually the roads get... They turn into dirt roads. Oh, okay. So I don't know how to drive in a dirt road. Mm-hmm. It all started raining. So I didn't want... Oh, no. Me being by myself. If I had someone in the car, I'd be sure, but... Mm-hmm. That was very therapeutic. So I suggest, I mean, I'm not telling people to go buy tickets to Hawaii. Like, <laughs> but if you trip. have the opportunity yeah. to go somewhere, But go even, somewhere. not even Hawaii. You, LA, just you go, go to somewhere. San Diego. Exactly. You go to Temecula. Just you go give to Santa yourself Barbara. a change yeah. in center. You go to right. Vegas. For just mm. a trip to be by yourself or at least be with the, the person who you want to be with. Yeah. And just escape. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think we need to start doing more trips like that. Yeah, for sure. Because one good thing that my job did was give us every other Friday off. Ooh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, that's what's that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Fridays are great days to fly out, by the way. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Thursdays are terrible. Sundays are terrible. Fridays are the best. Fridays... Well, the reason why I like Wednesday Thursday because Wednesday is a pretty lit day to travel. Yeah, Thursday really is terrible. You can walk on on Wednesday. Because Thursday is when all the business people are traveling to get wherever the hell they're going for that weekend. Uh. So that's the only downfall. But like I said, I know how to maneuver because the flight is full. 
She asked me if we were flying standby <laughs> the Dominican Republic. I'm like, girl, no. Cause no, I for sure was like crap. Cause I already had, I already have like seven routes in mind to get to the Dominican <laughs> Republic. That's so crazy. But I'm like, what? Jasmine and Joe, they flying? What are you gonna plan? Nope. How are you gonna get there? I mean, best case scenario, I hope that I get to here to New York, New York to Punta Cana. That's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario would be through another hub like Charlotte or Phoenix. But if I had to do a roundabout, I would go from here to Arkansas, Arkansas to Chicago. Chicago to Punta Cana. But I don't think we have a nonstop anymore, so I would have to go from Chicago to JFK, JFK to Punta Cana. Damn. Or end up, find a way to get to Miami, Miami to Punta Cana, because that would just be a hop, skip, and jump. Mm. But I have it in my mind hopefully I can just get the New York flight mm. and just be cruising but you know how yeah them connections we <laughs> we had to follow it it was here to Vegas no it was here it was here, here to, to Texas da- to, to Dallas to get to Vegas and then going back we had to go to Oklahoma oh, wow. and then to LA mm-hmm. yeah no I and it's so funny because Brandon's not <laughs> Everybody wants to stay in my life. When you get it, then you don't, you don't want to deal with the bad side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, girl. Because Brandon has been stuck. Yeah, no, he has been frustrated. Like, we got stuck in Houston. But at this point, there's something you can do about it. Mm-hmm. We're stuck. I'm trying to go to Houston with the H-Town hottie. Megan the Stallion. Yeah, oh, y'all want to start, start that debate? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> He was so free. Even when we came back from Italy, he was just like, go be nice to the agents. I said, Brandon, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. You can't just be nice to the agents. <laughs> right. And they're just like, sure, you know what? I'm going to put you at the top of the right. list. Mm-hmm. You know how many times people have tried to slip me hundreds to get them to the top of the list? And I'm like, first off, I like my job. <laughs> so I'm not going to take this money from you because right. I don't know if you're from corporate. Exactly, and then I'll be looking stupid mm-hmm. when they show me a video of myself. Right. <laughs> oh, so yes, I'll just take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I think that traveling is a good, good way to kind of deal with depression yeah. because a lot of the times the natural reaction is to steer away from everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just kind of focus on that and being sad and just experiencing it, experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So I think that going out and going out there and doing something is a great way to kind of cope with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people run. I'm not a runner, but at all. there we are, are runners. I don't know hikes. where it came from. We love hikes. Hikes, though. yeah, love hikes. Hikes, um, those are great. I love being like in the outdoors until like the flies and stuff like yeah, that's I, a thing. I hate <laughs> it. It's so annoying. Um but I love the hikes. Um and you know, binge watching can be a good coping skill cuz it's kind of getting you to focus on something other than how you're feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um So, that's good. Talking to someone, hanging out with someone, talking to friends, family, all of that stuff. Um, 
going out and dancing yeah that can be like a good coping skill Mm -hmm. like how we went to grits last night yeah that felt good yeah it was dope i mean i'm not i wasn't in a a depressive state but it still exactly (laughs) to go out and dance Mm -hmm. yes it was really good atmosphere too it was like real like good seeing so many of us together and no. not having like drama right yeah. I kept thinking like dang like what if someone bumped someone the wrong all way all these niggas mm-hmm. but no right everybody was happy and positive vibes positive mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. um so yeah and I think also like crystals crystal healing mm-hmm. and like um positive affirmations right. and things mm-hmm. like that those are good coping skills yeah and also you. praying like because on top of meditation, I also pray. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to just meditate and then, like, ignore the godly factor into it. Mm-hmm. So I still pray. But that's literally my prayers are, like, in a sense, God don't let them try me today. Amen. <laughs> 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 control my reactions. Right. Control my reactions. Don't let my face show how I'm feeling. Exactly. You know, the norm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, at my job, it's, oh it's so negative they're so messy and it's just like it's raggedy (laughs) and so it's easy to kind of succumb to that negativity and like finding more ways to be more negative but with like doing meditation and kind of stopping my thoughts and reframing I'm able to not indulge in that I'm able to like stay stay thinking positive thoughts and you know reading my book listening to my meditations during lunch yeah um so i think like reading and meditating and all that kind of stuff those are some good coping skills Mm -hmm. um does anyone have anything else to say about depression <laughs> that you said it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, that it's gonna happen, and just use great coping skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Things are always gonna piss you off. Things mm-hmm. are gonna make you sad. And the only thing we can really work on is how we react to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I do an exercise with some of my kids where we draw a circle. And then another circle inside that circle. And the stuff in the middle circle. Like a diagram? No. Okay, sorry. It's just two circles. Okay. So, like, the middle one will be, like, things that you can control. Mm -hmm. And then the outside one will be, like, things that are out of your control. And it just... I just want to show them like a visual that you can control your reactions you can control your actions Mm -hmm. you can control other people's actions or reactions you can only control how you deal with it yeah um so I think that just doing things so that you can navigate through life whenever depression comes handle it you know don't just cry Mm -hmm. isolate stuff like that um because yeah you have to you can't you can't say okay i'm just gonna be depressed and that be it yeah 
like Beyonce said, she gave herself a couple hours a day mm-hmm. to experience the emotion that she pulls herself together. Mm-hmm. Right. So, also, saging, Palo Santo, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good coping skill just yeah. to promote positive vibes, mm-hmm. positive energy, um, to just cleanse your space. Yeah. It's so necessary yeah. because you don't want to bring in the bullshit from work right. to Even your house. Social media, like delete people. Delete yeah. and lock. Yeah. Delete the app. Delete the app. This has been a good May. Delete the app. Take a cleanse. Put, yeah. put down the pipe that is what social media oh. oh I was like hello just remove yourself <laughs> I'm serious yeah. you'll, you'll feel better about it a cleanse is good um even just unfollowing the shade room has been done <laughs> wonders for my mental health <laughs> because the shade room is full of negativity. Mm-hmm. Right. I got a, I checked in one day last week and it was just such fucketry. Like I, I just I don't have a better word for it. It was just like <laughs> what in the world is going on? Why? They picked up from where World Star left off. Right? Oh my god, and they was raggedy as hell. Mm-hmm. I hated. We were in high school. And Bossip too. Bossip. Oh, Bossip. <laughs> wow. The ghetto. Mm-hmm. The absolute Ooh, ghetto. Woo, child. Because <laughs> I ghetto. in high school, I never like was like, oh my god, I need to go to World Star and check out what's going on. Like yeah. I never. Mm-hmm. Me either. <laughs> There's fights. people that was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care about fights. I wasn't Googling or I, YouTubing fights. I still looking at it, and like I will be like, I don't like to Brandon, watch violence. And like I'll that. hear like, mm-hmm. come on, square up, square up. And I'm like, what are you square watching? <laughs> and he's like on YouTube. He watches either very really interesting things on YouTube or just really like out of the like. Why are you watching that? Okay, this is gonna sound real corny. Side note, he was watching this video about ants one day, right? And it was like someone had built an ant farm, <laughs> like in their house. Interesting. And they had two queen ants, and they were trying to transport one the queen ants to like another place. So they had like a mob of ants like surrounding her, and like one was carrying. Mm-hmm. It was so. Them things are big as hell. Yeah, the queen it was ant, mad interesting. They're like big as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where he came across it. I'm sure it was just on his page and he pressed You've seen the most random in the little recommend. Like, how is that recommended? How? What, what does that come from? What? <laughs> really? Where, the government is working. Right. That's what it is. Working hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's go ahead and check out with some self-care. What's something that we're going to do just to take care of ourselves and be nice to ourselves. So that we can continue on throughout this week. Oh, yes, it's a three-day weekend. Your girl don't got to work on Monday. (laughs) Boom. But boxing is closed, so I Mm -hmm. guess I'm going to go. Hopefully, Taj don't cancel class. But, you know, once you said it, I was like, well, not going to do kickboxing on Monday. Because he's not going to be there. He's not. Whenever it's a holiday, (laughs) I'd be excited to go to his class and he never there. No, Taj, (laughs) tell me what part you're doing. Right. <laughs> Come on, did you guys make good decisions this week? 
Did you make good decisions? <laughs> right, and then he proceeds to work us to the core. Literally work us to the core. When are you going to come to boxing, though, sis? Oh, you're just going to throw me on out there, huh? Yeah. So when are the Did glasses? You, I got new gloves. I got me yeah. some pink gloves. Ooh. We go every... We go Monday through Friday. <coughs> seven. Essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock. Can you bring two guests in? You could be my guest. And I can see Brandon. Um, no, I, Brandon needs to come, so Brandon can be the other one. <laughs> Brandon can be your guest. Yeah. And we could say that y'all want to try it. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Brandon kickboxing. No, it's not kickboxing. Oh, just in kickboxing. Like in boxing, yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I would love to see Brandon boxing. It's hard. I'm gonna talk to him about this. It might not be this Wednesday. I think he needs to mentally prepare, so I'm like, take probably. <laughs> the other, the <laughs> other day, he had us doing push-ups on our knuckles. Oh, with oh the with the, yeah, we on. were doing oh, combos like, on the bag, and then he was like push-ups. So you just drop down, and, and then burpees, right? And then, and back, then yeah. bag, and then, bag and then jumping jacks, class. and then bag. I'm gonna pass on that to this yeah. guy. Girl. Uh, especially like, yeah. Frank, man. Shout out to Frank. Yeah, he Because he's crazy shade. as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We started off with kettlebells. Or if you do come on Wednesdays, that's when they he lets, like, the, we, we would practice defense. So he has the girls in the ring with the uh, with their gloves on. And I got to hit him. Yeah, and they're punching the guys. Well, let me hit Brandon a few yeah. times. Yep. <laughs> yep. And all he's do is do de- all he has, all you can do is um just defense. So he can't actually. There's no. No. It's just me not getting hit. You. Yeah, it's just me not he's getting hit. He's just running away. Mm-hmm. Um, Working on, that's yeah. a that's a form of therapy right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> couples couples therapy yeah, right, yeah. There. right there. Let us go in the ring. Right there. <laughs> Let's see. Self care. I guess I'll start first. Tomorrow I'm gonna go on a hike with Janice, actually. Um and Ashley is supposed to come too, so and are you gonna come? You hiking? Okay. Um, yeah, we're gonna hike. Um and I'm gonna do my bath tomorrow. Your water gonna be blue. Mm. Mixy blue tomorrow. I just have the <laughs> stress relief um little bath bomb, so it'll just be white. But yeah, I'm gonna do that, I do a mask, like my birth control has been doing a number on my skin, so mm. I'm just like trying to remain consistent with my skincare regimen mm-hmm. and oh no man I don't know <laughs> what about you babe what you doing for self care uh, well going on a hike also um, and I'm going to read can, uh, read somewhat a book I've been reading oh yes we both need to read mm-hmm. uh, about, oh no you still going no I'm good that was it just <laughs> doing some more reading yeah. <laughs> what about you, sis? Well, I made Sundays. It's officially swimming Sundays. So, first, swimming Sunday, Sunday swimming. One of the two. It's either going to be Sunday swimming or swimming Sunday. I haven't thought of a name yet. So, I'm going to go swimming tomorrow. Um, um, and then also, I'm just going to continue to meditate. Yeah. And then working out too. 
I mean, this week I've thrown off a tad bit because Friday I didn't work out because we went out. Yeah. But it was still kind of a workout because my back was sweating. So right. So was worked out. <laughs> <laughs> my body was worked out. <laughs> and my leg, my thighs hurt a tad bit when I walked up the yes. stairs this morning. I was like, oh. Yep. Come on, soreness. Okay. <laughs> yes. But just continue to work out. Um, I've been running on the treadmill, which I, when I tell you, I never thought I was going to be able to do that. Mm. Well, not that I wouldn't be able to, that I would, because mm. I hate running. Yeah. Like, right. Passion. But I'm seeing results, so hey. I got to keep doing it. Did you spin too? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, get you back and spin. I know. <coughs> I want There's a to. class in the morning, but she's like, not Joe. Yeah. And I don't... I'd be playing my own music while I'd be in her class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my earphones. It's trash. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, Latif I want the is workout. Lit. Latif is Latif lit. is there at 8. I can't be working out at 8. Well, see... Latif has a class at 8 or 9. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. class time it is. On a Wednesday. Or on Wednesday. So, on Wednesday, when I, when I went to the gym... I looked at the class schedule because it was literally like 7.50 and I was like I could go to that class and I said now I'm not mentally ready so <laughs> he's crazy I ran inside instead but I had paused my music for a second I, I heard him yelling and I said yeah um <laughs> but that's what motivates you yeah mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on th- this Wednesday and I think I'll be able to convince Brandon to kickbox <laughs> or boxing the following okay. Wednesday so I hope so. Pretty much training for a triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. Everybody's going to do our self-care. Hopefully you guys do your self-care. And, you know, if you got something from this episode, go on ahead and put it, put your friend on. Go on and send it to your friend mm-hmm. so that they can also get this knowledge. Because we drop in gyms and, and, and we not charge it. <laughs> Except the invoice will be in the mail. Right. <laughs> is that the hashtag this week? That is the hashtag. Well, should it? Huh? What should it be? Invoice? Invoice in the mail. Invoice in the da mail. <laughs> <laughs> Invoice in the mail. <laughs> um. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys got some good information from here, and I hope that you have the best week and that you go ahead and think those positive thoughts. And just remember, you can drink the celery shots. You can eat the salad. You can go hike Runyon and do a soul <laughs> cycle and the stairs. Mm-hmm. But if you are neglecting the things going on in your heart and in your mind, you're still not truly healthy. So go ahead, seek therapy, and be the best you that you can be. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>